If you've been going around the good old internet looking for the right podcast to fulfill your New York Yankees needs, well, I'll be the first to deliver the good news to you. You have found it. Here on Yapping Yankees with me, your host, Mike Scudero, you and I will be discussing the latest news, takes, and talk throughout the entire Yankee universe. Oh, and there may be some ranting on my behalf. Yeah. Anyway, what do you say we get to it? Let's get to yapping! Good afternoon to my fellow Yankee fans, and welcome to episode 32 of the Yapping Yankees podcast, where we yap about the Yanks and nothing but the Yanks. As always, I am your host, Mike Scudero, here on this Saturday, February 1st, 2020. Let's get things started by, as always, giving our shout-out to the Team Left Jab United Radio Network. They feature Team Left Jab Boxing Radio, Team Left Jab Uncensored, and, of course, the Team Left Jab United Radio Network. Be sure to go follow Team Left Jab on all social media platforms and check out their great sports content across anywhere that you find podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Blog Talk Radio, you name it, the list goes on. Be sure to check out Team Left Jab guys. Yankees pitchers and catchers report in just 10 days. The first spring training game for the Yanks, it'll be against the Blue Jays, is three weeks from today in just 21 days. And opening day against the Orioles in Baltimore is just 54 days away. The countdown continues, and God, I still can't wait. I just miss the boys so freaking much. Again, This is the year for 28. I can feel it. (laughs) But anyway, just for those who missed the announcement last week and missed my couple of reminders throughout the week on social media and are like, uh, why are you releasing this on Saturday and not tomorrow? Well, again, tomorrow is the Super Bowl. And the entire day, all people are going to be thinking about is just that, the Super Bowl. (laughs) And I will be one of them. So I just thought it smarter to release episode 32 today. But episode 33 and all others, unless I let you know otherwise, will continue to be released every Sunday again back to normal starting next weekend. Just this weekend, it's coming out on a Saturday, today. So with that being said, let's get into our poll segment as this is probably going to be the biggest chunk of the podcast today with it breaking the voting record by far in the history of Yapping Yankees. 3,366 of you voted on this poll on Twitter. That's not including Instagram. Breaking last week's record of almost 1,100 votes on Twitter on last week's poll. That's crazy, guys. Thank you all so much for the votes and the interaction. It's always a blast to do these polls each and every week and see your opinions and hear what you have to say on the subject. Truly, it's amazing. So let's get into it all. Got 70 replies to get to on Twitter, too. Again, this will probably take up most of the show today, because only for maybe the second week in this entire offseason, actually, it's it's been a slower news week for the Yankees or anything that has to do with them, really. So let's get into it. So this week's poll, we'll start with Twitter, is which of these Yankees who was injured for quite some time in 2019 do you think is going to have a big 2020 season? And then I also said reply below for your shout out on the podcast with the reason for your vote. Or if another player comes to mind for you, let me know in the comments. So pretty interactive. And I'll give you the list of players that I gave you to vote on in the poll in just a moment. But again, that was this week's question. Which of these Yankees who was injured for quite some time in 2019 do you think is going to have a big 2020 season? Here are the choices. Choice one was Giancarlo Stanton. Choice two was Luke Voigt. Choice three was Miguel Andujar, and choice four was other. And then comment, that says in parentheses, comment below if you have another choice in mind. So those are the choices. And it really surprised me a bit. I thought the results would be a bit closer, and this person who won on this poll wouldn't have won 
in such a landslide that he did, but I guess people have faith in him. And the person who won was Giancarlo Stanton. He got 63% of the vote. And again, this is a pretty healthy sample size because 3,366 of you voted. And clearly, despite all of the haters that Giancarlo Stanton has, a lot of people that just do not like him as a player and they're tired of him, he's not living up to his contract's worth, but they apparently have faith in him for 2020 because he won the poll by a lot, I might add. 63% he won by. Luke Voigt got 14% of the vote. Miguel Andujar got 21% of the vote. And only 2% voted other. And in the comments, there were actually a few people that had some good choices for names that were not part of the first three choices. So let's get into those replies. I guess congratulations are in order for Giancarlo Stanton. Turns out a lot of people still have faith in you and believe that you'll have a monster 2020 season. <laughs> so there's that. But let's get right into those replies. Let's get started with at Synthematic says, Big G, easy. He's coming back full force and with a vengeance. Can't wait to see it. Confident in Giancarlo Stanton. We get a lot of these comments. At run, read, repeat 12, said, we forget so soon. And Duhar is one of the best hitters in baseball during his rookie year. He is young. He'll be a wrecking ball for the Yanks next year. I happen to agree. And I know there are a lot of concerns about how he's going to do after he had his surgery that made him miss basically all of the 2019 season. He only played the first week or two last year. But really, you make a great point. In 2018, in his rookie year, which, again, I'll mention throughout because there were a lot of people that thought of and Duhar as well. But... Really, in 2018, I still feel to this day that he was robbed of the Rookie of the Year award. And for that reason, and for many others, of course, too, I just also think he had incredible hitting talents. Could he improve defensively? Yeah, I think we all acknowledge that he could. But his hitting, I definitely agree with you. We're, we're going to see him wrecking the ball this year, if he's to stay on the field, of course. But I have faith in him as well. I agree. At Tegan Graham 23 says, Stanton, because he takes big daddy hacks. <laughs> And he benches entire people now. And yeah, Tegan's right. I don't know if you saw that social media post, the video of him benching models. <laughs> it's pretty bizarre. <laughs> At Leslie Teston says, I want to see Stanton break out and prove his worth. And I voted other because I believe Severino is going to be a difference maker. I like that choice of Severino. I think having Cole will take the load off him being the ace. Now he can be an ace. I think he's ready for that and will have a great year. I mean, we'll see if Cole being here makes a difference with that pressure-wise. That's that's pretty interesting. At Laker 477 says, While I obviously hope they will all come back strong this season, my gut tells me that Voight is going to have a monstrous year. And I really hope that Voight does too, because before that London series where he got injured and it just seemed like he was haunted for, by pain from the injuries for the rest of the season after that when he was playing, but it really seemed that after that London series, things were difficult for him last year. And now that he seems fully healthy, especially in his workout videos, he seems as ready to go as ever. I mean, he could take that first base position back with a vengeance and come out and just bash baseballs, and hopefully he's improved defensively too. But we'll see what happens with Luke. At MountainGal456 says, I could have voted for all these guys, but I went with Stanton. Such a big salary, and I'm hoping he's going to prove his worth finally to the Yankees and the fans. It's been so long. Time to get it going. And I couldn't agree more, Tina. I could not agree more. 
definitely has to prove the worth. I think that's why a lot of Yankee fans' patience are really, really low for him because they say, look at all the money he's getting paid and look at all the times he didn't come through in big situations or whatever reasoning they might have. Why can't he strike out less or whatever people may say about him. But this year, if he stays in the field, because again, when he did play in 2019, he didn't play often at all. And I know other people mentioned this, but I, I also did mention this during the year as well when he was on the field. He was more disciplined at the plate. I mean, I don't know if any of you noticed that throughout the 2019 season when he did play. He was laying off that slider a lot more. He was working his walks. He was showing more discipline. So if he continues that into this year and has an entire season's worth of gameplay under his belt, I mean, in my mind, that could only mean much, much better results, especially with much more playing time which, of course, would lead to a monstrous year. For me, I consider a monstrous year for Stanton maybe something around 45 home runs, 130-ish RBIs, and maybe like a 270-plus average. Is that fair? Just with those three beginning stats. Then we had my girlfriend at Vic Salimo says, Luke, in videos and pictures I've seen of him recently, he not only looks healthy again, but I think he looks even better than he did before his injury. He's in fantastic shape and performing well. I think he may even be able to run faster due to his weight loss. And Stanton too, because when he came back at the end of the season for a bit, he saw the ball better than players who were in all season and had that monster home run in Houston. He's in great shape, and I'd say he's ready to kill it. They both will have a monster season, in my opinion. That's good reasoning, and that goes back to what I was just saying earlier about him showing better discipline at the plate. I couldn't agree more. At BobbyTat631 says, I'm going to say Voight. With Mike Ford being a needed lefty bat and Andujar possibly learning first base, it should only motivate him even more to come back and be a threat to opposing teams. I agree, Bobby. Then we had at Laura underscore Icemont says, I want all of them to have a big 2020 season, but I chose Stanton. When he's healthy, he's a monster. I think he's more motivated this season to prove that he's worth his contract. Some of the hate Stanton gets is unnecessary, and I hope he can shut his haters up this season. He definitely has a lot of haters, that's for sure. At Don underscore Allard underscore R.I. says Seve. I agree with Seve. I think that's a really good choice. He did miss a lot of time, and when he came back, he looked to be in pretty good shape at the end of 2019. He missed a lot of time, though, and I hope he can get a lot more time under his belt in 2020. At Black Rebirth 52 says the logical choice would be Stanton. A lot of people have been hating on him because of the contract. He's going to prove to the haters, me included, that he's going to have a monster year. At Peace Now for Life says honestly, I'm hoping all three will have big seasons. That would go a long way towards bringing World Series number 28 to the Yankees. But if I'd have to pick one, I'd go with Stanton. I think last season was an embarrassment for him, and he'll want to make it right. I mean, he played very little last year. I imagine he doesn't want anything close to that to happen again. At Kerrang44 says, simple, biggest upside. So I assume, Tony, you're saying you voted for Stanton. And yeah, upside is a thing, but anything can happen with injuries. And this is definitely just a poll to gouge people's opinions and see if they even have confidence in Stanton to stay healthy the whole year because health is a big part of it. Because if you're looking at last year, he definitely wants to play more than he did in 2019, and he wants to continue what he showed at the plate when he was playing, that improved discipline, which I hope he does. At Idolo Tranquilo says, all of the above, I can't wait for Yankees baseball. Neither can I. (laughs) Neither can I, my friend. At Ash Bonnie says, Severino. 
Then we had at before pitch. I always felt Giancarlo's struggles in parentheses, LOL, 38 home runs, 100 RBIs is quote, struggle, came from one, finding the contact point with that heavily turned batting stance, and two, being under big pressure for the first time. These are things time will help him adjust to, and we've seen get adjusted last year. And again, yeah, we did see it. There was more discipline last season for him. Then we had at makeup underscore mofo, my good friend Cindy on Twitter, says Stanton, because I really want him to shut his haters up for once. (laughs) We'll see if he does it. At LK Grailty says, have you set those guns? Set the guns? What what does that mean? <laughs> I have no idea what that means. At sports underscore fan Chris replies with a gif with Stanton hitting a home run, that big walk-off he had in 2018. All right. At 21, Kevin Smith says, I feel like Stanton is the most obvious choice because if healthy, he's got the highest ceiling. I'm rooting hard for Andujar to have a great season too. He gets too much hate from the fans. I just don't get it. Should have been rookie of the year. So good offensively. Well, any of the hate that Andujar gets from the fans, I think is just from his defense, because he's had a tough time defensively. Nobody's denying that, but I, for one, am a big Andujar fan. I've always loved him. And I feel that at his young age, with so much potential left and so much more growth to achieve, I definitely feel like the defense is something that could improve, or maybe you move him to another position and see if he's better there. I think there's just plenty of time to determine these things, and a lot of people are just very quick to give up, which doesn't make sense, especially on a guy as young as Andujar. He's he's still only his early to mid-20s. There's so much time for growth there. At Cat Yankee Fan says Voight because he works out like a beast and loves playing the game. Completely a genuine person. All right. At Yanks Bar says, I feel like this should be who not named Giancarlo. <laughs> well, this is the poll. And after, after we had a little bit of dialogue in the comments, he said, yeah, I'm surprised he's not unanimous. Well, because he does have a lot of people that don't like him out there, but honestly, it did surprise me again, as I said earlier, a little bit, that the hate for him did not surpass people having faith in him, which I'm glad about, because he's a Yankee, and Yankee fans should want him to do good, and I know even a lot of his haters want him to do good, their patience is just run thin with him, but let's just see what happens in 2020, that's all I say. But yeah, so Barry, I am surprised that we did get the results that we did. I mean, I'm not surprised that it wasn't unanimous because Luke Voigt and Miguel Andujar and others like Severino are good choices as well. Then we had at Dixie Med 51 says, I think Voigt has a lot to lose this year if he doesn't play to his potential. I could not agree more because you had Mike Ford that really opened some eyes last year. You have him as a backup. And then of course you had the potential of throwing a first baseman at Miguel Andujar. And like there are other options. And plus he's another righty bat, which I know a lot of people are just dead set on the Yankees getting more lefties. Mike Ford is a lefty hitter. So yeah, I, I agree. I think he does have quite a bit to lose. I couldn't agree more. And I hope he has a good year. At Greek underscore God says, I'm worried Andujar may not be the same hitter after his injury. I pray it's Stanton so fans will get off his back. And yeah, I know there's definitely that concern. Andujar missed a lot of time and the surgery he got for the labrum, that's a big time surgery. I understand the concern, but let's let's just see it play out and we'll, and we'll see what happens. But I think with Andujar's hitting ability, I think he should be okay. There might be a little bit of an adjustment, especially in the time around spring training, but we'll see. At Kiki Crowley, one of my good friends Kiki on Twitter says, Luke is my vote. He was obviously very affected by the injury, and with Ford looming in the shadows, he has a lot to prove. So Kiki's saying what Dixie Med said, that Luke may have quite a bit to lose if he doesn't perform to potential with Ford looming in the background. That's that's very, very true. 
And I would say he is very affected by what happened to him last season because it had to be really irritating, as I said earlier. He had that sports hernia injury from playing in London, which, God, I still have nightmares about that series. <laughs> Even though the Yankees won the games, but God, that was a rough series to get through between people getting hurt and a million runs being scored. But yeah, then after that, he was dealing with the sports hernia injury whenever he did come back to play, you know, towards the later part of the season, and it really seemed to be getting to him. He just couldn't play to his full potential because it really seemed like it was a nagging injury that wouldn't leave him alone. So yeah, I, I definitely think it affected him a lot, and he's coming back with a vengeance in 2020. We'll see. At official 52011 underscore 2 says either Stanton or Andujar, and he said he ended up going with Stanton, so another Giancarlo Stanton voter. At Evan D. Wetzel 4 says all three. Fair enough, I like it. The more faith, the better. <laughs> At Gman42995 says Stanton had a down year in, you know, making fun of the people saying down year in 2018 and then was hurt almost all of last year. I think he silences the haters. And yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. It wasn't really a down year in 2018. I, I still consider 38 and 100 to be really good. I mean, for him, it might have been a down year, but I think anybody would take 38 and 100. <laughs> At DB Yankees 1 says Luke Voigt was on pace for a big 2019 before the sports hernia injury in June. If healthy, I believe we'll see 30 plus home runs with his usual high on base percentage. I agree. Again, the sports hernia injury, that's what I brought up before. It really gave him a tough time. At Will T128 says, I think Sevy's going to bounce back. Doesn't have to be the ace this year and can dominate against teams, second or even third starters, depending on how Boone has his rotation. Shoot, I'd have him dominate the fourth starter. This rotation has me salivating. And yes, I couldn't agree more that the rotation is definitely significantly better this year. And I can't wait to see what it does. The one through four, Cole, Sevy, Tanaka, Paxton, that's unreal. I can't wait just like you. I'm just as excited. Then at bullpen, Betty said, yes. So I guess she means all of them. I, I I respect that answer, Betty. At Scotty underscore does know, Jordan Montgomery. I love that choice. As a matter of fact, Montgomery is the one that I want to be in the five hole in the rotation, but it still seems for now Jay Happ is the favorite, but we'll see as the season progresses. Maybe Montgomery will get some chances for the rotation. At Don Bonnie says Aaron Hicks. I actually thought of including Aaron Hicks on this poll, but then I realized, you know, he's not going to be back until at least June. So Hicks is still going to miss a good chunk of the year, but I'll, I'll still take that answer, of course. It's whatever you think. At Bad Yankee Tweet says, clearly Stanton. I hope he rakes this year and shuts up his haters. So again, we got another guy hoping that Stanton shuts the haters up. At Robertino53 says, Sanchez. Sanchez missed some time in 2019. I respect that answer. At Medic968 says, all of them, all of them are good to great hitters, so there's no reason to believe if all of them are healthy that they won't have big years. And that's the key, if all of them are healthy. Especially after last year, health being the key. <laughs> At YankeesNut74 says, I voted for Stanton, but I also think Torres will have an amazing breakout kind of season. He needs to be hitting higher in the lineup. Well, Torres wasn't really injured for some time last year. He was actually one of maybe just a couple of players that actually made it throughout the whole year without really getting hurt. I think there were times throughout the year where he, he had little injuries, they reported, but he played through them and he didn't really miss any significant time. But yeah, I understand your Stanton vote, and I definitely agree with Torres being higher in the lineup. I don't know if you guys agree with me, but there were a lot of times where Aaron Boone would experiment with the lineup. He even did this a couple of times in the playoffs, where he had... DJ leading off, then he had Judge batting second and Torres batting third. I loved Torres in the three hole. I don't know about you guys, but I loved that. 
So I agree with hitting higher in the lineup. I'm 100% on board with that. Keep him in the three-hole. At Kush Sev in the box. <laughs> I like that at. Stanton and Voigt. Stanton because he barely played and is elite when he does play. And Voigt because he was clearly playing while not being 100% for a while. And yes, you're right. The sports hernia injury. At Yankees Way replies with a gif with Gary Sanchez. All right. At you freaking tool. <laughs> Some of these ads are really funny. I think Miggy will have a big 2020 because he wants his job back. Doesn't want to be the next Wally Pip. All right. At Tenacious5 says Giancarlo is my vote. All right. At John CS 56 says I think Sevy will have a big year. Another Severino vote. I like it. Paul Robinson at P. P. Robinson says all of the above. What can I say? I'm an optimist. I like it. I don't have a problem with optimists. <laughs> At mbells05 says, part of his contract. <laughs> All right, I respect that, I guess. That's fair. At morris26romero says, other. I got Gumby, which those of you who don't know who Gumby is, that's Jordan Montgomery. Having a good season once Hap gets lit up. <laughs> we forget how good he was before the injury. And yeah, Montgomery has so much potential. And he really, he really was really good for a mid-to-back-end rotation guy. He was really consistent more than anything. I mean, almost every time he had a similar start to the last, there were really few starts where he really got blown up. He really went out there and just gave it his best, and he has a lot of good pitches, and he was very consistent, Montgomery. He had a bit of a tough time when he came back from the injury later last year, but it's a fresh start. I do agree with you, Morris. I hope that he does get chances in the rotation throughout the year, because I think he deserves it. I'd want him to be in the five hole. At Shano underscore 808 says Stanton doesn't really have a choice and he can't possibly do worse than he did in 2019. Well, the only way he could do worse in 2019 is probably missing the entire season this time, which of course I hope does not happen. I want him to play. At Mark FL 55 says all of the above. I like it. At Guy 65 Yankee says remember when Stanton's bad year was 38 homers and 100 RBIs? I can't wait for 2020. At Halls YS 40 says Sevy. At HWY Star P says, Judge. All right, Aaron Judge missed some time. I'll, I'll take that. At Jill Sir Paul Fan. Haven't seen anything from Giancarlo in two seasons in the pinstripes. Hope he proves me wrong. Well, we'll see. At one Logan underscore play says, Geo will have a big year. Trade all three if you can. I would keep Andujar if you can turn him into a first baseman. He still has to learn how to throw over the top and not bury it into the ground, or by throwing sidearm and letting it sail into the outfield. Well, yeah, I definitely think Andujar's problem was the throwing. I don't think it was as much with the glove, believe it or not. He actually made a lot of good diving plays throughout 2018, and he showed good glove work, but it was a lot of the throwing. And I know a lot of people get really irritated when he double clutches and everything like that, but I don't know, maybe he'll improve this year, and I definitely think throwing is something to work on. But if they throw a first base mid at him, he'll have to do less throwing at first base, which is good. At Patsky611 says, everyone that voted for him two weeks in will be screaming how much he sucks. Well, I assume you're talking about Stanton. And I, I we'll see. People's patience is short with him. At HeckM205 says, Stanton, when healthy, he can be one of the best in the game. We've seen him. He can have that potential. At Vieira59 says, no explanation needed. So I assume he voted for Stanton. Just, you know, an assumption because Stanton won the poll by a lot. At Javier underscore Vagia says, Andujar. All right, another Andujar vote. At Eboy84133620 says, all three. Another all three. At KP Watershed says, voted Stanton, but honorable mention to Jordan Montgomery, who totally could rack up 10 to 15 wins this year if rotation spot presents itself. And I hope it does. 
at Adrian O410 49966 says, I think both Stanton and Andujar will, but Stanton has a track record. Andujar does not and knows his job is at stake with what Gio did last year. If we can only choose one, I'm choosing Miggy just for that. I expect him to be fired up and giving it his all. I agree, Adrian. At Hobblegopter says Gumby. Saw another Montgomery vote. At J, Maya Gallagher says, all these dudes and also Sevy is going to be a monster. Then we had at Stacky for Essex. Luke Voigt, I bet 10 bucks that Stanton gets hurt again. We'll see. There were a lot of injuries last year. I'm hoping a lot of them don't repeat themselves. At Donna Goldstein 1 says, Severino, he's had a few months to strengthen his shoulder and lat. No more pressure from being the ace. Good times ahead. Uh, we'll see. Another person mentioned no pressure being the ace with Cole being here now. We'll see if that actually becomes a factor for Severino. Who knows? A lot of baseball's mentals, we know. At Primetime Puma says, Stanton, because he can't suck any more than he did last year. Another person said that earlier, because of course how much time he missed. At Ama underscore PJ says, Ellsbury. <laughs> He's not on the team anymore, but I maybe should have said players that are going to be on the Yankees next year still. Then we had at Joe underscore J Padilla 497, and he said, hope they all do, and they make it to the All-Star game. I hope they do too. <laughs> I won't argue with that. And I also know that a, a lot of the times on these polls, there are a lot of people that have quote tweets to them, and there are also a lot of people that reply to the replies directly to this poll, and I really don't get to those because I don't know exactly where they are when I scroll, and there are enough replies to get to to the poll directly itself. So again, as I encourage every week, just be sure to reply directly to the poll so your thing just comes up as I scroll. It's much easier for me. And if you want to quote your tweets, sometimes I get to the quoted tweets, but sometimes I don't because a lot of the time my notifications are just so packed on Twitter that I can't find them again or it doesn't let me get to them. So that's that. But for now, those are all the replies that I got to on the Twitter poll. I want to thank you all so much for applying to it and interacting. And again, I just want to reiterate something that I talked about last week because again, I had a person or two and one of them even ended up blocking me and I blocked back even though I I never block on Twitter. I really never do. But there was also one person in particular that I'm not even going to say is at because he doesn't deserve the attention. But he went around the comments really harassing people about picking Stanton because he's he just hates him so much. Just again, like I said last week, if you don't have anything positive or lighthearted to add to the poll discussions, just please stay out of the poll. I don't have the time or patience to deal with you. As a matter of fact, I'm glad that this person and I both blocked each other because I don't I don't need any of that in my polls. I'm here to have fun with you guys and have some cool discussion, and that's that. So I just wanted to reiterate that from last week once again. But let's head on over to Instagram really quick and see the results for that. Again, same question applies, except I had to do something different with the voting choices. Because, of course, Instagram only allows two choices with the voting polls. But I'll, I'll tell you what I did in just a second. So the poll question, of course, remains the same. Which Yankee who was injured for quite some time in 2019 do you think is going to have a big 2020 season? The choices here were Stanton, and then for the second choice, I had Andujar slash other, because it only allows you for two, so I can't really do it to the same potential that I did on Twitter, choices-wise. But again, here on Instagram, the choice of Stanton was victorious, 72% against the 28% that voted Andujar or other, and I have a couple of replies on Instagram as well. So I'll get to those. And again, one of those replies is my good friend Tina, who also replied on Twitter. But again, Tina, you're such a damn good listener that you deserve a second shout out yet again for your Instagram reply as well. So I'm going to give you another shout out. Tina, you might already know her on Twitter as MountainGal456. She is the same thing on Instagram. And she said, Stanton, for my same reason on Twitter. (laughs) Fair enough. 
And we had underscore Sam K underscore says Luke with a lot of U's, just like the chant at Yankee Stadium. I like it. (laughs) So once again, thank you all so much for the votes and the replies and the interaction on the poll. As it is every single week, it is always a blast. And I just thank you all so much. So with that being said, let's move on to some news. And as I said earlier, the news this week is a bit slow for like the first or second time throughout the entire offseason, really. This has been a jam-packed offseason news-wise between the cheating and moves that the Yankees made, humongous moves, of course, as we know. But this is really, this past week, not too much happened. We'll get into a little bit of the discussion, but there's not really that much to hit on. So this should go by fairly quickly this week's news segment. First off, I'll mention that the Yankees did agree to a minor league deal with veteran catcher Josh Tolley. You may remember him with the Mets primarily, spent quite some time there, but he was also a Blue Jay, and this minor league deal includes him making $600,000 if he's to make it to the big league roster. So this is the third catcher, if you recall, whom the Yankees have signed to a minor league deal this offseason. That's why I find it interesting to talk about this. And the other two, of course, being, in case you forgot, Chris Iannetta and Eric Kratz. Eric Kratz was already here prior, but they bought him back on another minor league deal. So we'll see if anything comes of this. It's doubtful, but we'll see. And I think most of us are still expecting Higgy, as far as a backup catcher, to be Gary's backup, with Romine having gone to Detroit. But hey, anything's possible. But since Higgy was there as the third string, really, for quite some time, I think it's safe to assume that Higgy will still be in that sort of a position now that Romine's gone to backup Gary. And the second thing that I just wanted to briefly run through for this week was that there was a lot of talk about Nolan Arenado, and there was was an article about Las Vegas seeming to think that there was reason to believe that it was very likely that Nolan Arenado was going to be dealt to the Yankees, and trust me, I would have no problem with Nolan Arenado being a Yankee, but I'll tell you this right now, I simply don't think, regardless of what Las Vegas says, that Nolan Arenado is coming here. (laughs) I definitely don't think that. We're in February now. I don't think the move's going to be made, and I just don't see it happening. Anybody mentioning this with Arenado or even in the past with Francisco Lindor, I just really didn't see this happening from the start. So again, I stick to that. Regardless of all the Nolan Arenado talk, regardless of how incredible I think he is and all of us know him to be, I just don't think he's going to be a Yankee. (laughs) Not, Not at least right now. I just don't think Cashman sees that as a priority right now, and... The asking price for him would most definitely be very high. But it is true that a little while back, it was reported that Nolan Arenado and the Rockies are not on great terms right now. Arenado is very critical of the Rockies for their lack of moves this offseason to improve, and who could blame him? Nolan Arenado is a superstar. He's a fantastic player. He's a top player in the game, and he wants to compete with this team. He wants to contend. I don't blame him even a little bit, but I don't think that really has any say for him coming to the Yankees. I could be wrong. He could come here one day miraculously, and we'll see what happens, but I personally just don't see it happening, especially not right now, and I also don't see anything happening with Francisco Lindor either. But finally, before we wrap up here for episode 32, I did want to discuss this because I love giving these names out because it shows the work ethic that's there and the players that are just really, really excited to get going this spring. And there was a report that came out a couple of days ago of certain Yankee players already being at the minor league complex, getting in work before spring training officially starts. And I just wanted to shout out those Yankee players because I love hearing this sort of a work ethic. I can't get enough of it. So the Yankee players who were spotted this week at the Yankees minor league complex getting work in were Aaron Judge, Tyler Wade, Jay Happ, Gleyber Torres, and Duhar, and Ford. So shout out to all of you. I salute all of you because a lot of people may not think this to be too big of a deal, but I do. Because I appreciate work ethic, and I like hearing that players are really fired up to get back into the regular season. 
And if they have something to prove or if they have a position to fight for or if they're just amped up to get back into it and they want to get that extra work in, I don't know. I as a fan appreciate it. I don't know if you feel the same way, but I certainly appreciate when I hear players doing that. I love hearing this. So to Aaron Judge, who I I know his work ethic is off the charts, so I wasn't surprised to see that. Tyler Wade, I love to see that. And I really hope Wade has a bigger role because not only did he show some improvements with hitting, but of course we all know his defensive capabilities and we also know his speed is some of the best I've seen in years. He's really, he's really, really fast. They should probably rename him the Bullet because he's that fast. Of course, I appreciate Jay Happ, especially because my confidence in him, especially after what he did throughout most of 2019, is pretty low. And I think it's pretty low for a lot of people, but hey, I can't fault him for wanting to be there and get some extra work in before spring training starts, and I appreciate the hell out of that. Glaber, he's a hard worker, not surprised by that. And Duhar, I'm not surprised by that, but I'm also very happy to see that because, again, as many people mentioned in the poll replies, he has a lot to fight for and has a lot to get back into and work hard with. He missed basically the entire 2019 season with the exception of a week or two, and he has a job to fight for or also potential other positions to prove that he can play for. So he's, he's working hard, and that's not a surprise. And Mike Ford, who just seems to be really, really hungry, especially after the 2019 he had, he opened a lot of eyeballs and has a lot of people fascinated with his potential in gameplay. That also makes me very happy to see. And just a shout out to all of you guys as well that are at the minor league complex getting in early work. Love, love, love to see it. But guys, with that being said, as I said, the news segment was probably going to be shorter this week because, again, a bit of a slower week with the exception of these couple of reports. And it's pretty refreshing because, of course, as we know, the last few weeks and most of the weeks throughout the offseason have been pretty hectic with news. So I think it's pretty relieving for most of us to sort of have a week that we could finally just go through some nice reports and have some nice discussion, do the poll segment, and that's that. So with that being said, that is all for today's episode of Yapping Yankees. I'd like to thank you all so much for listening. One last shout out to Team Left Jab, of course. They feature Team Left Jab Boxing Radio, Team Left Jab Uncensored, and of course the Team Left Jab United Radio Network. Be sure to go follow Team Left Jab on all social media platforms and check out their great sports content across anywhere that you find podcasts. Apple, Spotify, iHeart, you name it, everywhere. Be sure to check out team left jab guys and while you're at it be sure to go follow me mike scudero on all social media if you don't already if you don't what's the matter with you you listen to this podcast and you don't follow me (laughs) what's the matter with you so be sure to go find my Facebook fan page at Mike Scudero NY. Definitely be sure to go follow me on the social media app I am most disgustingly active on. And of course, that would be Twitter. Be sure to go follow me there at Mike Scudero. And be sure to follow me on Instagram as well at MikeScuds97. And I also, as always, want to tip my cap to each and every one of you who interact and reply and have fun with the polls each and every week. Makes the podcast a lot more fun, as we know. Adds a lot more engaging discussion. And I appreciate the support, as you know, more than I can put into words. And again, just want to say thank you once more to all of you who voted on the poll on Twitter. Breaking the Yapping Yankees poll voting record by a lot. Blowing the previous record out of the water. Not even close. Last week's record was nearly 1,100 votes. This week's poll had 3,366 votes. That is awesome. It makes for better better results, and it of course also makes for more fun discussion. So, words cannot say how much I appreciate that again, and I tip my cap to each and every one of you for the constant support. Once again, thank you 3000 for listening. 
I'm Mike Scudero, and I'll talk to you next Sunday, February 9th. We're back to releasing on Sundays when I come at you with episode 33 of Yapping Yankees. Until then, enjoy the Super Bowl tomorrow if you're a football fan. I assume even those of you who are not football fans still watch the Super Bowl regardless because it is such a big thing in this country as we know, to say the least. But until then, enjoy the Super Bowl tomorrow and have yourselves a great week. Take care, guys. (laughs) 